Welcome to Marketing Unfiltered, where I ditch the highlight reel and share the unfiltered truth about how to get clients online. The good, the bad, and the OMG, thank God I'm not the only one. I'm Sophia Para. Let's dive in. I want to talk to you about looking at your results way too early. And I'm getting myself ready for some hate here because I know there are a lot of data-obsessed people out there, and I get it, but I just want to share a different perspective here because I think it's possible all of this data checking, first of all, is getting you wrapped up in a thinking that is making you question everything you put out there. It's probably making you overthink a ton of stuff, and I don't really think it's serving you. Because at the end of the day, especially if you are trying to improve your content, so much of improving your content and getting yourself out there and finding the strategy that's best for you is based in consistency. It's based in doing it often enough to be able to figure out what's not working based off of not just how it's received, but the systems you have in place for putting it out there, right? Because if what you're doing right now is not sustainable long-term, It cannot work for you because this is about more than results. This is about sustainability, right? So if we are just looking at data, but not considering big picture stuff, we are really shooting ourselves in the foot. Okay. So I got a message from someone who did a VIP day and on our VIP day, she shared that her client base had really dried up. So her instincts were telling her that she needed to grow on social media because she thought more followers would equal more clients. Makes sense. However, I, if you've been following me for even a little bit of time, you know that I get that this makes sense to most people, but I don't agree with it at all. More followers, I've seen this many times, does not equal more clients, not even a little bit. So I shifted her thinking here, right? And I said, what if we focused on getting in front of new audiences instead? And what I mean by that is audiences go beyond social media, right? Those are email lists. Those are Facebook groups. Those are podcasts. Those are masterminds. Those are group coaching programs. And if our effort is more getting in front of those audiences, Yeah, your social media can grow as a result of that, but you're getting in front of people that are more in a space of, oh, I love what this person is saying, and therefore I trust what this person is saying versus, oh, I randomly found this reel on social media, and now I'm going to follow this person. We'll see what happens, right? And now we've got algorithms in place. We've got all this stuff that doesn't make it easy for them to build a relationship with us. So it's a very slight shift but it doesn't always result in massive growth on social media. Instead, hopefully can result in growth to your email list, which hopefully can support growth on your following and this and that. But it's a tiny shift that in my experience results in more clients versus followers. And hey, that's for me, the goal. I don't really care how many followers I have. I care more about how many people I'm truly helping. And those are the people that are investing right? So we came up with a whole plan on how to get in front of people and what we would get in front of people with, and then what systems to put in place on our end. So when new people do come through, we are setting them up for conversion by making sure they are super warm and feeling taken care of by us. Now, this person definitely loved this plan, definitely felt aligned with the plan, but also she was hoping that this would turn into followers on social media. So this conversation that we had following our VIP day was definitely about the growth on social media, but I just want to share for the listeners, like the big picture conversation so that you have all the information you need to follow along. Okay. So then two or three months later, 
I get a message and she says, Sophia, I'm not growing. What am I doing wrong? So I looked on her feed. I didn't really see all of the changes we talked about, which isn't necessarily a big deal, right? But it's just kind of like making an observation. I didn't see all the changes that we talked about, but I did see that she was being more consistent. She was focusing more on her podcast, which we decided to do because after a couple of years of having a podcast, she had some data to show that people who actively listened to her podcast wanted to work with her. So that was good data for us to say, okay, we definitely should focus on your podcast, right? So all great. She definitely was putting things in place, which is awesome. So I did share with her that I noticed not everything was put in place. And again, that doesn't mean that's wrong. It was just an observation. And I was like, okay, so I'm just curious and just want to make sure I understand I am seeing that not everything is put in place, but a lot of it has. So go you, but this has resulted in no growth. And she's like, correct, 25 followers this month. And I'm like, wait, you said no growth. And she's like, yes, but 25 followers. I'm like, okay, that's, that's, we're saying two different things. Is it no growth or is it 25 followers? And she's like, well, it's 25 followers, but I want more followers than that, right? She had grown by 25 followers that month. So I said, wait a second. So you have grown. And she was like, but I want to grow more. And this, my friends, this is our problem, All right? We roll our eyes at 25 followers who, P.S., when we first started chatting, she was maybe growing by two followers a month. So this is a huge increase for her in the two, three months after our VIP day, right? 25 human beings are saying, I want to learn more about you and I want to learn more from you. That is a whole classroom of people who are interested in you. And we think that doesn't count. We're rolling our eyes at 25 people. Why? Where does this even come from? So here's where I think it comes from, right? I think what is really happening here is we feel like we are working very hard in our businesses. So we think numbers need to reflect that in the way we expect it to. And there was a point on social media where you could post a picture and get like 700 likes and like a thousand new followers. Guys, that hasn't happened for a decade. We really need to get over it, right? So I... I get this feeling, but we also need to have some real tough love perspective shifts here. And I have two things to say about this. The first is just because you're working really hard in your business and your business is feeling maybe overwhelming, it doesn't mean you're working hard on the right things, right? So a few years ago, I was in a place in my business where I was starting to think about growing and I wanted new clients, right? So I told my coach this, I wanted new clients. And, you know, after talking about this for a couple of weeks, you know, she's like, how is it going? Have you found new clients? And I was like, no, like I was so frustrated and so over. I was like, I work so hard and this is not working. I'm not getting new clients, like, but I'm working to the bone. Like, it's just not working. And she's like, what's not working? And I was just like, I don't know. I'm just not getting new clients. She's like, no, 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 no. You said you wanted new clients. In order to get new clients, you have to be getting in front of ideal clients and selling and pitching and all that stuff. So what part of that is not working? And you know what I realized? I wasn't doing any of that work. I 
I was working really hard on my daily tasks. I was posting on social media. I was emailing my list. I wasn't making any offers. I wasn't actually putting myself out there and doing the kind of work needed to actually get clients. I was just working really hard. So I felt like I was tired. I felt like all that work should be resulting in clients, but it wasn't. And the reason was because I was not working hard on the things that get me the clients. I was working hard on the other things, right? And the effort was confusing me because I was just focused on how tired I was and thinking that should mean something, but it doesn't. So the reason I share that story is if with this person, this VIP day person, if we got really clear on the numbers and how much time she was spending on getting in front of new audiences, I'm going to bet, and I know this because we chatted about this, it is a fraction of what is making her feel exhausted, right? Instead, what I think is going on is what feels so long because it's so new and it's intimidating for her and it's making her feel like uncomfortable. So that one effort feels like, oh, I worked all week on this growth work, right? But when we actually think about it, it was one pitch. It probably took a couple hours, which is too long, but we're working on the speed of things. But, you know, it's just, it's not adding up to oh, all the work you did this week is on the growth work. Like it's actually, that pitch isn't going to bring you a thousand new followers. It's just not, right? And I totally, totally get that. But the reason we have to be clear about this is we have to know what is really happening so we can change our relationship with the thing we think is draining us, right? So in this client's example, right? Instead of saying, I am working way too hard for 25 followers, which is what she felt, Maybe it's the work I'm doing for 25 followers is super new and therefore it feels hard. Such a different energy, right? And you know why that's a different energy? A, it's more accurate, but B, because now there is a light at the end of the tunnel because all things that are new eventually stop being new. And that's when they become repeatable and something that you feel like you have more bandwidth for every week right? But that initial part of showing up and doing all the stuff, right? That is hard when it's new. New things are really hard, but that doesn't mean they're not important. And it doesn't mean that they're not working, even if you're not getting the results you want right away. And then on the other side of the coin, if you're listening to this and thinking, no, that work doesn't feel hard. I just want more followers. Good for you. Then do more of that work. If it's not impacting you, turn up the volume. The work you did this month got you 25 followers. Do double it and get 50. Do quadruple it and get 100. Now you're just looking at your numbers as data. The second thing I want to talk to you about is your expectations. I kind of said this already, but 25 followers a month is great. It might not be what you want, but that doesn't mean it's not great. That's a whole classroom of people who wanted to be in your world on social. We have got to stop looking at these people as numbers and start remembering that they are people on the other side of phones choosing you to follow. That is huge. Let me tell you something. I have been doing this a long time, for years. Consistent content, consistent messaging, pitching, and at most of that time, I have felt like I was getting nowhere. And this year I pitched to someone, a dream person, right? I would just kill to collaborate with this person. I love her content. She's so saucy with her stuff. She's brilliant. And I have devoured her for a really long time. And I, for some reason, got the courage to pitch to her a couple weeks ago, 
right? And what's so hilarious is I opened up my DMs and I was like, okay, I'm going to send her a voice memo and I'm going to tell her how much I love her stuff and this and that. I practiced it a few times. Oh my gosh, when I think about like a fly on that wall, it would have just been so funny. I practiced it a few times. I was really like thinking about you know, what I wanted to say and how she was going to hear it. And I, I listened to the first couple of recordings and I was like, oh my God, I sound like so silly. And I deleted it. I mean, I spent way too much time on this DM. My point is I finally got it out. I was so nervous for what I was going to get in response and I could not believe it. She replied, not with another voice memo, also really quickly, like maybe 15 minutes. She replied with a video and she was like, Sophia, I am having such a fangirl moment. And I was like, fangirl? What What the heck is she talking about? And then she was like, I have loved your content for years. I'm on your email list. You're one of the few emails I will read every week without fail. I just cannot believe you're messaging me. I'm so excited to talk to you. And I was like, what is actually happening? I had no idea she was on my email list. I had no idea she even knew who the heck I was. I mean, my engagement sucks half the time. My day-to-day feels like a roller coaster. I still feel like a beginning business owner most of the time. But this was proof right here that even when that's happening, even when those roller coasters are happening, when you can build the habits that make getting and staying out there possible, people see you. The trick is finding systems and putting those in place to help you get out there and stay out there, to help you make it a habit so it doesn't take up so much bandwidth. Because after some time, and friends, it is going to take time. It is going to take a lot of time. Think of how much time you think it's going to take and double it, all right? But after being consistent with a certain amount of time, whatever that is for you, you're going to notice it paying off. But it needs to get to the point where it's so part of your day that you're not even looking at the results. It's just part of your day, right? I do not look at how my follower count has grown. I don't look at my engagement. I don't care. I respond to comments. I respond to DMs. There was a point when I never got DMs. I just got shitty engagement. Now I do get DMs. I get a lot of DMs, thankfully. Like I've grown that, right? And my engagement can suck half the time, probably 80% of the time right? I am not getting obsessive or in my head about it because I've been doing this for a long time. And because I've put in the years, I know how this actually works, right? I know this is all about relationship building and I have systems in place to keep me consistent with relationships. So it does not matter, right? So if, again, if I'm making an important decision, like to do ads or something, or like to, to make an informed decision around a new program or something like that, I will look at data for those purposes, But it's not something I'm obsessing about because then I will get stuck in a spiral of not feeling enough. And that does not create an environment where I want to show up. That does not create an environment for creativity. That does not create an environment for coming up with solutions. Also, imagine going to the gym and expecting to lose a pound every time you worked out. Pretty sure fitness coaches out there are going to tell you that's not how it works. The same goes for social media. The same goes for online business in general, not just social media, not just content. Most of the effort that we put out there, we should not be monitoring our results so quickly that it's affecting our consistency. If you are noticing yourself looking at every single little piece of engagement every single week and getting really in your head that it's not doubling or quadrupling, and therefore you're feeling unmotivated about showing up, you need to find a different way. 
because that's not healthy and it's also not going to get you results. If instead you are looking at data and celebrating, hey, last week I got an average of five likes. This week I got an average of six. I'm so pumped for myself. Good job, me, right? If you can celebrate that small little growth, that's something different. I can celebrate that with you because I think that's creating an environment of encouragement where creativity and solutions can live. But if it is affecting you so much to the point that you don't even want to show up, you're over it, this is where it's too much, right? If you're making it mean something about you, this is where it's too much. Because I I cannot stress this enough. Had I done that, because for years, for years, for God, I could even cry thinking about it. I can remember times in my life where this was just so freaking upsetting for me. I felt like I was working so hard and getting nowhere. And for some reason, I kept doing it. For some reason, I kept doing it. Like, like when I look back, logic said, but like do something different, but something in my gut was like, but all these other people are consistent with this. That's got to mean something, right? So instead of giving up or finding an alternative way, I just kept doing the thing. And oh my God, I'm so glad I'm stubborn. Like that was one moment or those I've had lots of moments where I can just look back and say, thank God I am stubborn (laughs) because I have seen more this year than ever before, how much that has paid off simply because I refuse to quit. Making big decisions is something different, but in terms of my day to day, I refuse to get obsessed with the data. I refuse to let that data mean anything about me. You know, I, I showed up, I trusted my message. I did the work I needed to make sure I was speaking to my people. I did my market research and I showed up and I stayed consistent with it. And that has paid off for me. And it just paid off for every business owner I've ever worked with because all of them have a similar journey to that. So again, be honest with yourself, right? If you are just starting your business, you have to be very clear about your expectations. The biggest problem you have on social media, and I say this a lot, are your unrealistic expectations. Social media does not work the way it did in 2013. And thank God for that. Because the social media in 2013 was designed for influencers. Today, business owners can make a bigger impact because now it's designed more for relationship building at that. And that is what moves the needle. So it is not a bad thing that you cannot post something and get a million likes in one go. It's just a different effort. So with all that said, what are our next steps? So a few episodes ago on episode 15, I talked about unrealistic engagement expectations. If you are having this conversation with yourself as it pertains to engagement, I think that'll be a really great episode for you. And the second thing I want to make sure you're aware of is that we have our clients on social system coming next week, November 14th, 16th, and 18th, different times. And this system, I could not have stayed consistent with any of the stuff that we talked about on this episode without my clients on social system. Um, Everything, like I said, that is new feels hard. And the trick is is creating a system that makes what you're doing repeatable. And that's what the clients on social system is. There are four phases I'm going to teach you. Phase one, I'm going to help you fix your feed. Phase two, I'm going to help you create content that attracts the right people. Phase three, I'm going to help you put engagement strategies in place that convert. And phase four, I'm going to help you amplify your message to grow. Now, so you have the backstory. Phase one and two 
are the parts that are so natural for me over the last few years. Like I don't even think about myself. Like I don't even, it's almost like brushing my teeth. You know what I mean? You just kind of, sometimes you're like, did I brush my teeth? Because it's so part of your day. That's what phase one and two have become for me after it being in my life, right? They are so habitual. I barely have to think about them. The only things that I do actively think about are the last two phases, which is show up to create engagement for let's say 15 minutes a day. And I like to pitch to other audiences, kind of like what we started this conversation about as collaborators or ways that I can just get in front of new audiences to expand my current audience and to just make sure that I am positioning myself as the expert that I know I am. And when I look at how much time I spend doing all of those two phases, it's probably two to three hours a week, right? If you're feeling like, holy crap, I can't do that. I don't have time for that. I hear you. But if you are looking to grow your business or if you have dreams of creating a course or membership down the line, or if you are looking for more clients and more of a an audience where when you do want a client, you kind of have a place to go to get one. If that is the work that you are trying to achieve and you feel, you know, either like what the way you're doing it right now might not work forever, this is the work, right? This is the stuff that we have to put systems in place to make sure that we are doing. This isn't like a a nice to have thing. This is the work of getting out there. So the reason I created this system is because it has nothing to do with algorithms. It has nothing to do with whatever the fuck goes on in social media or whatever trends we've got. This is simple. Um, this is simply about building relationships so that you have a community of people excited to invest in you. And it's about putting it into a system that you can rinse and repeat or delegate to someone else if you're feeling really overwhelmed right? But no matter what, it's a very solid plan and it's going to really help you uncover where in your personal social media journey you are and what you need to focus on next. And it's going to help you uncover where in your social media journey you are and what you need to do next to get to the next phase. I promise you are going to learn a lot and I cannot wait to welcome you. Just go to getcoachsocial.com forward slash class and pick a day and time that works best for you. Again, that's getcoachsocial.com forward slash class. And I've also dropped it in the show notes for easy access. All right, guys, this was so much fun. Um, again, sending love to you. And also just a quick reminder, have compassion for where you are in your business right now. I know we want to grow quickly. I know we want to get there. Oh boy, do I know that. And I can relate to that. I relate to that now. I have more places I want to go and I want to get there tomorrow. I don't want to get there in a couple of years. So I get it, but I promise you, first of all, this is a very normal feeling. Everyone feels that, but also no one can skip ahead. Like it just doesn't work that way. And before I leave you, there's just one last story I'm going to tell you. I was on social media the other day and James Wedmore put up a post that really, I was like, wow, I had no idea. James Wedmore, very respected coach in the industry. He makes about $10 million a year. And in his first three years of business, he totaled $22,000, right? It also took him over three years to make his first 100K in a year. And the whole time he lived with his parents and worked two day jobs, right? Even the greats, quote unquote, even the people that we look up to and think, oh, if only they have been through this too. None of us, none of us can skip it. And that's okay, right? That's okay. We're here for it because we are building these businesses, not just to support our families, but to help more people. That's why we're coaches. That's what we want to do. 
right? So we are here for it. We're gonna take on the challenge. And the best part is we get to do it together. You're not alone, friend. And I just wanted to remind you of that. All right, I hope you have a very amazing day. See you on the next one. Give yourself a pat on the back because you made it to the end, which means you gave yourself and your business some time today. If you found this episode helpful, I want you to know your support is what makes it possible for us to keep making it. So it would make my day if you gave us a five-star rating and review. I also want to make sure this podcast actually answers your marketing questions, like for real, for real. So if you're a coach and you've got a marketing question that's keeping you stuck, just DM it to me over at Sophia Para on Instagram. Or if you're in the United States, you can text it to my personal number at 917-810-2418. That way I can share resources or create a future episode just for you. See you on the next one.